0: Ki mitzion torah. This is KMTT and this is Ezra Bik and we're back for another week of Shi'urim. Audio Shi'urim from the Beit Midrash of Yeshiva Today is Monday, Tet B'Iyar, 25th day of the Omer, Netzach Netzach, And we've started, this is the second week of our summer session. I remind you there have been a few changes, some new courses and specifically for today, Monday's Shi'ur. Will be the shiur which, in the winter time, was Avtavori's shiur on Wednesday. Raptivori is continuing with the mitzvah of the week. We started last week a parallel to KMTT in Hebrew, which is called Keshet. And very uh, satisfactorily, the first week saw between three and four hundred people listening to every shiur. To be honest, that's more people than are listening to the English shiur, which is somewhat surprising to me. Wednesdays. Uh, shir, the special show on Wednesday, Yom HaTznot, which was a Sikha of HaRav from the Beit Midrash in Yeshivat HaRetsyon, which we broadcast and made available to all of our listeners, has been heard by over a thousand people, which is uh, really a good feeling. It was a very good Sikha as well. But again, I'd like to uh, find ways to get the word out. If we don't have more listeners to the English KMTT broadcasts, despite the prevalence of iPods and computers and traffic jams all over the English speaking world I think it's because we haven't gotten the word out and the basic way we can do that is through you the listeners, so if you're enjoying this year make sure this week to tell at least one other person about it, give them the web address www.kimitzion.org that's k-i-m-i-t-z-i-o-n dot o-r-g and if they need help Help them to subscribe and to join on this, the daily learning, the daily learning of a kvayitim la Torah, partaking in Tonut Torah, Limut Torah, every day. Today's shir again, is by Raptavori, the weekly mitzvah, and afterwards I will be back with the Halachayomit.
1: Roshat Imar, the Torah, tells us of the mitzvah of, of counting Shriyasa Omer. We have to count weeks, seven weeks from the day that we bring the Omer. Then the passage continues, You continue counting until the end of 50 days. This mitzvah of Sri Atalmer is codified in the Rambam in four halachos. The entire gamut of the laws of Sri Atalmer and the Rambam are found in these four halachos, which are in Hilchos Timidim and Musafim, Perekzaim, Halacha Chabez until Halacha Chafei. The Rambam says, mitzvah ha'sei Lispar Shabbos Shabbos los Tvimos. There's a mitzvah to count seven weeks, as the Torah said. It was five to Machemarchas Hashabbos Hashviyas. Umitzvah limnos ayamim imashbulos. The mitzvah is to count the days together with the weeks. Shnei matespuchamishim yom. Our pasuk. And the Rambam says, Shachach v'lamana b'alay l'mana bayom. A person who forgot to make a Counts for you at night. Counts it in the daytime. and you can make the bracha, or you should make the bracha as you're standing. All birchas should be made while you're standing. Then the ram goes on. Of course, in but if you did count while you were seated, your your tzaddik mitzvah. Ram says this mitzvah and halakha kol ish applies to men when every man Now that point is important. B'chom bagamakam u means this mitzvah is not only in Eretz Israel it's in the entire world. U means that even this man hazeh when a person might argue that today we don't have a we don't bring the omer Perhaps this mitzvah would not apply, and we'll get to that later. The Rambam ser- certainly passing into the Even bezman azeh, there's a mitzvah. I say of counting for a summer. Nasiim avadim mimena. This is a mitzvah. I say grama, and women and avadim are puter. The last halach is the one that we want that I'd like to discuss. The Rambam says vitzarech levarich bchalayla. Baruch Hashem, I'm a mashiach. You should make the bracha, the birchasa mitzvah, before you count for yasomer. If a person counted without making a bracha, so he was yase the mitzvah, he doesn't have to count again. This, according to the Rambam, seems to be like any other mitzvah, that a person should make the bracha before he does the mitzvah. If he did the mitzvah without the Bracha, he was yotzei the Mitzvah. The Ramam is generally of the opinion that you cannot make the Bracha after you did the Mitzvah. And if you, therefore, if you count it by mistake without making the Bracha, so you don't repeat the Bracha. Rav Zolti in his Sefer Mishnah Siavitz has an entire discussion is there a Kiddush in this Halacha that the Ramam says you make a Bracha? The Rambam has a section called Hilchos Brachos, and in the end, of Hilchus, in Pericut Alif, the Rambam gives all the rules of Brachos, and we know the general rules of Brachos. Is there any point to repeat, to say again in Hilchus Rehasa Omer, that you make a Bracha on this mitzvah? In general, it would be an interesting uh, study to go through all the particular mitzvahs in the Rambam, and say, does he repeat again in each individual case that there's a bracha, or does he rely on the fact that we know hilches brachas, and we've learned there that you make a bracha before you do a mitzvah? Be that as it may, Rabbi Jolte discusses, is there a chiddish in this particular halacha? I'd like to suggest a number of points that are important to understand before we realize why the Rambam really says that there's a bracha, and there are a lot of reasons to consider that perhaps there should not be a bracha, or there should be a different bracha, or we'll see all the different possibilities. The Gemara in Menachos is the sugya of, of counting sepira. And the Gemara has is in it, it seems to be, two, perhaps three opinions. The Gemara says, Menachos, that's some a the Gemara says, Am rabbi, mitzvah l'min u mitzvah shavui. There's a mitzvah to count the days, and a mitzvah to count the weeks. Rabbonam devei ashi mani yami, mani shavui. Now that might be a different opinion, just could be the same opinion, that Rabbonam the base method of Rashi used to count days and weeks, so that's what Rabbi said. Rabbi said, "Mitzvah levim leyomi, And Rabbanan really did it. That could be one way of learning pshat in the Gemara. But the Gemara then continues with Amemar. Amemar mm-hmm. mani yomi mani shavui. Amemar, according to the simple pshat, the way Rashi learns pshat in the Gemara, he said. He, Amemar counted the days, did not count the weeks, he said, it's a zeich in Mikdash. And therefore Rashi says, zilchach b'yam isaki. therefore it's enough to count the days. Now, Amemar's opinion in the Gemara seems fairly clear, that we count the days, we don't count the weeks, because it's a zeich in the Mikdash. since we don't bring the Omer, therefore we are not really mechuyiv of ha to count Sira, but because of Zeichel Mikdash, we count. So if it's a Zeichel Mikdash, you do it somewhat, not wholeheartedly. You do it to count with the days without the weeks. Of course, the question is obvious. I mean, just because it's a Zeichel Mikdash, why shouldn't you do it properly? Is there a reason not to count the days of the weeks just because it's a Zeichel Mikdash? And one could learn the simple pshat that a wanted to show that this is not a daraisa. He somehow wanted to demonstrate that I'm not going to fulfill a mitzvah daraisa. In fact, if a person would really think that there is no mitzvah daraisa as manazet, but he would somehow say it's a mitzvah daraisa or do something to demonstrate it's a mitzvah daraisa, perhaps there would be a problem of bal to say that a mitzvah the is uh, somewhat uh, Doraisa, might itself be a problem. Maymar, maybe what Amemar wanted to do is simply to demonstrate that there's no such halacha of uh, Doraisa today of counting spheres. So therefore, I'll show you that I'll count differently than I would have counted in time of the Beis Hamikdash. Assuming that that's what Amemar thought, the question is why did Abai disagree with him? Abai thought, Mitzvah Limin the Yomi, Mitzvah Limin the you should count both Yamim and Shavuos, as opposed to Amemar, who did not count the Shavuos. So why did Ab- Abaye think so? Why did Abaye really count both days and weeks? A priori, we could suggest a number of possibilities. We could simply learn that basically Abaye agrees with Amemah. The mitzvah today is Zeichel haMikdash. It's possible the mitzvah today is Zeichel haMikdash, and yet. Although it's only a Zeichel Mikdash, Abayi disagrees with the principle of saying a Zeichel Mikdash should not be done properly just because the Mikdash do it correctly, do it in the proper way, the way they did in the base of count days and weeks. And he wasn't afraid that somehow this would demonstrate any problem of its being a Darais. So he just said since it's a Zeichel Mikdash, you should do it correctly. The other possibility is to think that Amaymar thinks that the, that, that the mitzvah today is a Zeichel Mikdash. says no; it's a mitzvah of Rebbanan. It's not just a mitzvah of Zeichel Mikdash, which is a, cat, a category by itself. There are certain things that Chacham instituted as Zeichel Mikdash. For example, they instituted Korech. We say in the, the Agada Zeichel Mikdash that we uh, say it in the Agodah, that this mitzvah of Korech. Is a is a is only a so, Abayi thought, Zechel in So Abai thought the Zeichen Mikdash. Maybe you should do it in a correct fashion the way you did it in the time of the Beit Hamikdash. So maybe he thought it today. It's the Rabbanan. Maybe Abai thought it, it. It's a real mitzvah the Rabbanan. and therefore it's not just a Zechel in and therefore it's a mitzvah the Rabbanan. He should do it correctly, perhaps. He, he might have thought, if it had been Zechel and Mikdash, I would have agreed with Amemar. But he doesn't think so. He thinks it's a Mitzvah the third possibility is that Abayi disagrees and says that today, it's not just Mitzvah it's not just a Zechel Mikdash. Today, counting sphere is a Mitzvah Raisa. Like the Rambam probably did learn that way. The am probably learning that Abayi thought that counting Svirah as Manazeb is the raisa and therefore counting Days and weeks. Be that as it may, we had three possibilities which could be further subdivided, but right now we'll say there are three possibilities of the reason to count Surah Sama It's either Daraisa, etc. Abananaseh, In fact, in we shown him, we can find traces of all these opinions. The Rambam, as we saw before, says clearly that the mitzvah of counting Surah is a mitzvah Daraisa. Tulsus, in Menachas, daf Samech Vav, B'Natsugye, it also says that you're allowed to count Svirah at B'Nash Mashas. Nira'dev Safik Chashecha Yohal Avarech. You can count Svirah even though it's B'Nash Mashas. Why? Because Kevon Shusvei Kadra since Tzintz B'Nash Mashas is Safik Yom Safik Layla and Sefira Saomer is Rabbana, and therefore you would say, Sefira is Lakula Lekula, and when you're allowed to look according to Tosus to enter that topic and count Sefira, Ben Hashmashas. In fact, there may, may be people who think it would be a Hidur, it would be more proper to count Sefira early to somehow get the whole day of of the counting the day that I counted to get it in to begin as early as possible. That's true. The run in the beginning in Psachim. The end of Psachim has an opinion that the first night of Spear you should certainly count early in order to get the whole sphere included, the whole that whole period of time included in, in your counting. But even if the, even if we would not do this only on the first night, perhaps we really should do it every night. Maybe there's such a hedor. According to Tosus, you may do it. I said, maybe it's even a hedor to count early and suffoc- and rely on this Savakira Banalakullah. Tosus in Manacha in Megillah Das raises the issue the Tosus says that Telsus quotes our minig, many people have this minig, that after you count sphera, you say this, Yihirazam Shibana Mikdash. And Telsus says, Telsus seems to say that you would do this, you would say this because a mitzvah that's Zechel Amikdash should be accompanied by such a statement. And that's why by Karech we do say Zechel Amikdash Kililil, Kachayos, Voldesbanshabeitze Amikdash, Hechayim. So Telsus says, really, in a bracha, after you count Sphir, you count and It seems from this tells us that he thinks that today we can't as Zech Mikdash like our Neymar thinks. But perhaps he thinks that we really count because of Zech mikdash. but he holds like a that we would count anyway. The whole thing, yummy and Shavui. So Tolsus says, Ma To keim bitkiah and says, by tkiah and lulav, you don't say Yirazim. So it's obviously Tosus says, nikasha why is it true that by tkiah and, and and lulav, which we also have some sort of a Zechel Mikdash, we don't say this here Tells us And answer answers whatever he answers. So my point in Tulsus is just to explain that somehow he thinks that Bismarah you count a Zeichel Mikdash. So we really have three opinions, at least. What is the halacha of saying, of counting Sphira Sahamir today? According to the Rambam, Mizdar is Isa, according to us in Menachah, the Chiyuv today is a Chiyuv Rabbanon, whereas according to Tulsa, in, in Megillah it seems to be the Chiyuv would be a Chiyuv and Mikdash. The fourth opinion is very well known. Rabbeinu Yerucham has, has said in his Sefer, Told Adam Bechava, in Sefer Adam, chamishi, chelik revi, he says a very amazing P'Shad in He works differently than we said before. The, the, the gemara says, The simple pshat I said, according to Rashi, seems to be that Amemar counted the days and count the weeks. He said it's only Sechul Mikdash. I only do a mitzvah part partially. The, the Rebbeinu Yerucham says that actually, mitzvah din, din Torah, according to the real Torah there are two mitzvahs. There's a mitzvah l'min le'yami, and a mitzvah l'min le'ishvui. They're two different mitzvahs. The mitzvah to count the days of Sera, and the mitzvah to count the weeks. These two mitzvahs, beis hamikdash, when the place hamikdash was extant, and we actually brought the the karban haomer, we brought the omer, so then you would really count both yami and shavui, and you would make two brachas. Today, bizman hazeh, he said, "If you look carefully in the tzukim, you'll see that only one of these tzukim is really connected inherently, directly with with the Omer. The Torah says, 'Usfartem lachem imachras hashavas miyom aviachem es Omer tenufah shavas shavas l'stimi Apparently, the mitzvah of counting weeks according to Rabbi Yeruchem is contingent upon the Omer. Usfartem lachem mimachras hashavas hashvias ad." the the, the weeks. But then the next Pasuk says, You should count 50 days until the end of seven weeks. That mitzvah, Rabbeinu Yerucham learns, is a separate mitzvah, is a separate Pasuk, and this mitzvah is not contingent upon bringing the Omer. So today, Rabbeinu Yerucham explains this brilliant Chiddush, Abai Abai counted that both maybe Abai counted made two brachas but it's not that he didn't count the, the weeks he counted the weeks too if you're doing a mitzvah he did it properly but means he made a bracha on yami did not make a bracha on shavui he made a bracha on the, on the days because he said this mitzvah is a daraisa even b'znan and therefore you make a bracha the mitzvah that's only zeichel and mikdash is the mitzvah lebin minni shavui. Shiva has HaSparlach Ad is Mimachas Mimachas HaShavos This mitzvah is today only zeichel and mikdash and Rabbeinu Yerucham says that the mitzvah which is only zeichel and mikdash you don't make a bracha. So we really have already now four shitos. What is the halach of Svir B'zman Hazheh? According to Tolstice in Menachah's Rabbanan. in times of it's Zeichel Mikdash, according to the Rambam, it's Daraisa, to Rabbeinu Yerucham, there are two so, mitzvahs. Bezman only one is Daraisa, the, the other is Zeichel Mikdash. So now, when the Rambam said, you make a bracha, we have a, a simple Chiddush, according to Rabbeinu Yerucham, you should really make two brachas. The Rambam paskined against what Rabbeinu Yerucham thought was the opinion of HaMeimar, but he paskined like... Abaye, which you made two bra and according to Rabbi Yerucham, he would have made two brachas, that's two misses. The ramah perhaps is emphasizing that you make one bracha before you count Sfiyas Omer. Bisman hazeh, they're both a raisa. The Ramon disagreed with Rabbi Yerucham, said the day in question, Miyama B'yacham Esam is the date. It doesn't depend whether or not you brought the Omer. It could be that the Ramon thinks that you could bring Naomi Bizmanazeh. Don't forget, the Ramam thinks that Maqrivi The Ramam thinks today we could bring Kabanos Ibn Udarabes Amigdash, which obviously is an issue by itself, but it's the time of Akrabas The Ram says you don't have to bring the Omer. So therefore, it's the Raisa. Right, so if it's the Raisa, right, so maybe you should make two brachas. The Ram says, no, 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 it's one mitzvah. And if you look and say, for a mitzvah, you'll see the Ram says more clearly that. I'll add, don't make this mistake of thinking that Svirah is two mitzvahs. You might have really thought that Svirah is two mitzvahs. No, be more careful and realize that even though we say mitzvah, Mimni, Yomi, Mitzvah, shveri, it's one mitzvah. So, that's my first suggestion. Why would the Rambam say it's a mitzvah to count Svirah summer with a bracha? What's the chiddish? Well, one chiddish is that you don't make two brachas. You might have thought you make two brachas. Another point that should be made here is there is another opinion of what is the bracha itself the raviya in his chidush and fefer raviya chilek beis simen chavav says apparently a different nussach for the bichas ha mitzvah on sveh asomer I'll do this a little backwards uh, the Mahadir of the Ravya, Abtavitzer, said quotes a Gra, in Arachaim Simantov Peites. The Gra apparently assumed that the Ravya had a different bracha, and he quotes the Gra as follows: Efsar Shu Tam Shall Ravya Gamkeng Lefi An Nuscha Shallahem Shekasav Lomar B'Sfira She Hayom V'Nishma Midveiim Shilusim Abracha. The, the Gra said that it seems that the Rav thought that the bracha of Sviya Saomer is not a separate bracha. Somehow the Svira and the bracha merge into one. You would say whatever it is. And the Gra is medayik this from a line of Rav that apparently he had. And after it's the comments although we're not going to say the Gra said this in the Benavuah but because of his intellectual scholarship, he somehow guessed, or used deduction to infer what was the text of the Raviyah, and later on, in our edition of the Raviyah, it really says clearly like that. Basa chasima And he goes on to explain why that's true, that according to the Raviyah, the bracha and the sphira merges together with the counting of the Omer. To explain this point, why the Ravya thinks so, is beyond the scope of the time I have, but suffice it to say, that the random would disagree with this Ravya as well, and say, this is a b'chaz mitzvah like any other mitzvah. In other words, the bracha and the mitzvah are to be separated, and not to be made in one long statement according to the Raviyah. There might be another point that we could use to explain why the Rambam would have to point out that it is a bracha. And this is the fact that we paskin that if a person forgets one entire day, then you do not continue counting sira with a bracha. The Rambam doesn't even... Discuss this particular halacha. If a person skips a day, what does he do? Tosus does say, if you skip a day, Tosus brings in the p- machlokas, whether you can continue counting or not continue counting. We're in machmir and say, if you skip a day, since it's a machlokas we've shown him, we would continue counting without a bracha. The Ram doesn't refer to this issue. The Prima Godin asks a question if you hold that Sphira is actually one mitzvah, and every night is not an independent mitzvah, but the mitzvah is to reach the last day. That's the reason for the opinion, that if you skip a day, then you cannot continue counting with the bracha, because the mitzvah is not to count each night. The mitzvah is to reach the culmination of the Amr, the last night. Of course, you count every night, in order to reach the end, but there's no, it's no end in itself to count every night. It's only a means to reach the last night of Svirah counting. So the prima godim asked, "Why we make a brach every night? There's no mitzvah every night. It's only what you would call some sort of a Haksha mitzvah. You can't get to the end without counting each night. Therefore, you obviously you have to count every night, but there's no mitzvah to count every night. So why do you make a So mitzvah? So achorim have given this answer. I know it's printed in in Rav Sholty in Sefer, but many other achorim have said the same thing. Here we have a big chiddush." that counting every night is a maizeh mitzvah. The kiyama mitzvah is only the last night of, before Shavuot, when you actually fulfill this mitzvah, according to the opinion that it's one mitzvah to count, and it's not a mitzvah every night. According to that opinion, so, you make a bracha anyway, every night, even though there's no Kiyom mitzvah night. But what you're doing is a Maiz mitzvah. Every night that you count is a Maiz mitzvah. So therefore, the Chiddush is that when you have a ma'isa mitzvah, a Kiyom mitzvah, the bracha is made in the Maiz mitzvah, even though the Kiyom mitzvah will be a la- at a later date. This issue, whether you make a bracha, the ma'isa mitzvah, the Kiyom mitzvah it can be raised in many cases. Uh, just for example, there's a, an opinion that the Ikar of Shofar, the real Mitzvah of Shofar is when you blow shofar in Shmon Esri, whether it's in Shmon Esri itself, Chazaros Shatz, but the key is to say the psukim of Malchus, the and Shofaros, together with the shofar, together with the blowing. And the blowing that we blow in what we call Tekios Yusha, before, what we call Tekios Tamiyusha, before you blow, before you stand Shmon Esri, according to some people, that's not the Ikar so, if that's true, why don't you make a? Why do we make the bracha then? How can we make the bracha when something is subsidiary, secondary to the Ikra mitzvah? The answer, of course, is that when you do blow the shofar at Yisrosh, you are doing the Ma'isa mitzvah. You mean to stall and keep for those people that will do it, that that will continue davening and shul and hearing shmoneswe saying shmonetsrei, hearing chazas So then you are really going to be in the mitzvah. But right now what you're doing is defined as a maitha mitzvah, so you make the bracha on the maitha mitzvah. This Chiddush explains why you make a bracha every night. Perhaps the Rambam, we might interpret that the Rambam said, make a bracha every night, even though it's only one mitzvah. And to count the last night. the prima garden To answer sort of the kasha of the Garden that you make a bracha every night. Of course, I, t- I said that I'm not really sure what the Rambam thinks about skipping a night. Maybe the Ramam really thinks the opposite, that even if you skip a night, you can continue counting every night with a bracha. If that would be true, then the opposite would be the Chiddush. Every single day I make a bracha before I do the mitzvah. Because every night is a mitzvah, and even if I skip the day, I can continue counting with a bracha. But as I said before, that point is to me is not clear on the Rambam what he thinks about such a, a case where a person would skip it another day. I would like to suggest another chiddush in the reason the ramam says that you make a bracha every night there is discussion not why we are allowed to make the bracha every night which i said is the kasha of the guardian, but a different question should a person really make the bracha every night aren't you a little bit afraid that you might skip a night so I discussed before if a person did skip a night. But let's say you didn't skip a night. A person, let's say for the past 10 years, I tried to cancel a summer. I never remember. Because uh, uh, some people have the custom of going, of dubbing Mariv now. In certain countries, you dub very late. So they go to an early minion. So they go to a minion that they feel is too early to cancel. And all kinds of discussion that on him when you go to a minion which is early, what do you do? At that minute about counting Surah Soma. Some people have a custom that counts without a bracha at that time based on the Maxwell vitri but maybe someone says, no, I don't want to count early. I want to wait till Tesek till Ashadim and I'll wait till later to count. So, and it came out that he, because of that, he forgot. One night he just forgot totally. So, if a person said, I'd done that for many years, the Mishnah Brewer raises the issue for women who are part of Surah according to almost every opinion in the world because it's Mrs. my grandma. So the the Mr really raised the issue whether they could, perhaps, should count S'viasomer because they are risking a bracha every single night. So there are Achronim who really raised the issue whether a person who is nervous or women who aren't used to counting S'viasomer perhaps really whether they should count S'viasomer with a bracha. The Rambam might say. In such a case, the Kiddush might be a person should make the bracha every night because A, maybe you don't have to take into account that maybe I'll forget. But I could say even sharper than that. could be you could make a bracha every night because right now this is considered a mitzvah. This is a mitzvah. And even if I do forget tomorrow night, perhaps that doesn't Change the fact retroactively that what I did yesterday is not a maize mitzvah. What I did yesterday is a maize mitzvah. It's true that because I forgot, according to some opinions, I cannot continue counting with a bracha because I'll never reach the Kiyama mitzvah. Since I know that I won't reach the Kima mitzvah, perhaps this will not be considered even a maize mitzvah. But what I did count with the impossibility of reaching the end of reaching the Kiyama mitzvah, perhaps the bracha that I made tonight could never become a bracha al So here, an interesting question, if a person is not sure, let's say, he, in the past he's had very bad experiences, he forgot every year to count, to continue, he does never reach the end of the Shrestha should he really count every night with the bracha? Perhaps the, the Chidashir is to say, you really should make the bracha every night because the bracha is in the Maïfa Mitzvah, could be that it never could become a bracha al The list possibility that I'd like to raise is a question whether you can make the bracha in the daytime when the Rambam said you can, you there's a Mitzvah count the Rambam says that balai the Rambam says if you did not count at night you count in the daytime does he mean with a bracha or without a bracha? Does he mean... This is a question also in tells us of menachos. If a person counted at night, can he count in the daytime? The assumption is that if he counts in the daytime, perhaps he could count with a bracha. We are machmir in both Kibunim. We're machmir to say that if a person forgot at night, then he should not count in the daytime with a bracha. But he can with continue from then on with a bracha because there's a, the machlokas if you can count in the daytime. And there's a if you skip a day whether you can continue, continue counting. So we've asked him that, uh, we say, Sfeik, speik, alakula. in order to say you could not continue, you'd have to be machmir on two different issues. You'd have to be machmir and say you can't count in the daytime, and be machmir and say that you, since you can't count in the daytime, you skip the day, then you cannot continue. We've asked him Sfeik, speik, alakula, that you count in the daytime without a bracha, and you continue at night. What would the Ramam think about this? Perhaps the Ramam wants to tell me that you do continue to count in the daytime, with a bracha, which seems to be the halacha in halacha chav gim, shachach v'lo mona balayla But then, in halacha chafay, the Raman says, v'itzarech levarech b'cholayla baraj Here, the Ram says, t'sarech levarech Perhaps he thinks that the mitzvah is only to count at night, and somehow it's a evid counting daytime, in which, in which case, maybe he really doesn't think that we're allowed to count in the daytime with a bracha. But again, this is not clear. The issue that we've raised in this particular shiur is to discuss the bracha of Sfiyas The bottom line is the Ram Paskins so the Sfiyas today is Bizman and you make a bracha. I just discussed all kinds of different opinions that we found to raise a chidush about this bracha. And we saw there are people who think that you make two brachas in Shriyat There are people who think that the, even the one bracha should be combined together with the Shriyat We also saw that you make a bracha on the Ma'isa Mitzvah, not just the Kimah Mitzvah, therefore you make a bracha every night. And we said the person, perhaps we could derive from here, we could infer from here, that if a person, even if a person is not sure that he's going to continue and is very nervous about it, he can continue... Count, counting with the bracha as we end the custom, of the people based in this of menachas, we also end the shir with the ratzom that we should be to see the base of Mikdash, when we'll certainly be mechanistic according to all the things the rifa and not only that according to some things we'll be became two mitzvah
0: you have been listening to Rabbi Yamin Tavori in the weekly mitzvah for Pashat Amor today's halacha yomit the gemara in barachot says that one bows in Shmonesrei in four places in the first bracha techila Basof, the first bracha in the beginning and the end and in berkat modim the first bracha of the last section techila Basof. in other words the first bracha begins baruch Hashem, that's techila the beginning and the end of that bracha is baruch Hashem magein Avraham. Two places in which one bows in Modim, Tchila the beginning and end. So one, one says Modim, which is the beginning of that b'cha, and at the end, uh, the bracha, the Baruch, which is at the end of uh, of that b'cha. Shimcha uh, may, may, Many people notice that three out of the four bowings is on the word Baruch, and Modim is an exception. You bow there without saying Baruch. But that's more that's accidental. If you Notice the formulation of the Gemara is not really four different places. It's two brachot, Tchila v'solf. Now the first bracha begins with Baruch for a different reason altogether. Uh, theoretically every bracha should begin with Baruch and end with Baruch but where you have a series, a chain of brachot then the intermediary ones do not need an introductory baruch. which is 18, 19, brachot in a row, only the first one begins with Baruch. So the first one has a baruch in the beginning and a baruch in the end. All brachot end in baruch. So, Modem does not have one in the beginning, but only one in the end. And the first Rechot does have one in the beginning and one in the end. Therefore, it comes out that three out of the four Bechot have Baruch. But the real principle is not to bow on Baruch, but to bow beginning and end of these two Bechot. Nonetheless, despite what I just said, Postgimen um, and commentators noted the connection, the grammatical connection, between the word Baruch, and its root which is similar to the word for berech which means knee. And from this arose the minhag not mentioned in the Gemara that when one says baruch one bends the knee and when one says ata, you bow from the waist. And this is sanctioned in many poskim. When you get to Modim, you don't have this play on words. Modim doesn't have the word baruch reminding us of berech. And therefore there wouldn't appear to be any reason to first bend the knee and then bow from the waist but nonetheless, since that's the way one bows in Shmon I think the minute is to do it there as well Interestingly enough the Rambam says that there are five places in which one bows, and we'll get to this somewhat later, after we finish man the fifth place the Rambam says is after you finish Shmon and he's referring to Tachanum, to Filat the Rambam groups all five together first Vachah, beginning and end B'kat Modim, beginning the end, and after you finish you bow again and say, Tachanunim, you say Tachanun. I think that has very, very significance for understanding Tachanun, but that's for a much later a much later time. We'll get to that in a few weeks. The Gemara continues and says that if someone wishes to bow in a different vacha in Esrei, we don't permit it. You're not allowed to add extra bowings to Shemad The only baruch in which one bows is the first vacha and in Maldin. And well that says however if in the middle of a Bacha, not in the beginning of the end he wishes to bow in Shmon that's okay this dual statement not to bow in other brachot but it's okay in the middle is the source for a wide ranging discussion as to whether one is allowed to bow in other places in altogether outside of Shmon now we, we know of a few places in which Dominic is yes to bow for instance in Baruchu, it's not mentioned in the Gemara it's not mentioned in most of the poskem either in most of the Shonim at least that one bows during Baruch or the Chazin or the Tzibur. But it's a fairly universal minute to do so. When we spoke about Kaddish a few weeks ago, I pointed out, the Tzutu says that one bows five times during the Kaddish. Everybody bows during Aleinu. We are and on Anachnu Korim, and Mordim. There is a, a bowing that's done there. And there were other minhagim to bow in other places, during Hallel and during Nishmat, all sorts of different places. And each one of these places, Poskim raised the question, does this violate the Gemara saying not to bow unnecessarily? Of course, one could claim the Gemara is talking about only Shemot But nonetheless, the, the statement that one should not bow unnecessarily in other places, the places that are mentioned are specifically Halel Nishmat, uh, or Bekatamazon, uh, does appear in the Poskim. The question is, how is that different from bowing in the middle of a Bracha? Which the Gemara says explicitly is okay. The rule of thumb, which is offered by the Taz and is more or less accepted, is that where one mentions that I, the person davening, wishes to thank God, I am now thanking God, then, uh, then it's okay to bow. However, if you're speaking about the general praise of God or the general thanking of God of the whole world, or how God is worthy of praise, one should not bow. That would be like other Baruch's in Sh'mon The exact application of the rule itself is debatable in different places, and therefore, while that's the, that's the theoretical rule, I think the practical rule of Halacha is that those places where the Minig is to do it, and the Minig has been sanctioned by by over many years, it's okay to do so. And that, for instance, is Kaddish, it's bochu, it's Aleinu, uh, etc. And other places, if you have a particular feeling you'd like to bow because you think it's appropriate, so then the rule applies that one doesn't bow. What's the idea behind this? I think the idea is really very simple. Of course it's, it's a good thing to power God. It means that we are subject to him. We're the servants of God. But that itself is problematic. Why? Because to say that you're a servant of God is a bit of a prideful action. Of course we're servants of God. Everyone's a servant of God. But to say, well, I'm a servant of God and do something which the other tzibu, the rest of the Cebu is not doing is not really modesty, but in fact is a boast. Because to be a servant of God is quite a few steps higher than being a free man not in God's service. To be a servant of God is in fact to be the servant of the king and it's like to be the prince of the king. And therefore, it's inappropriate to do whenever you feel like doing it. Uh, the idea of being part of the Sibur where all, Amrishal, is the servant of God. And not to claim, well, I am a particular servant of God who God has entrusted with with some sort of a task is, is an important part of expressing the proper relationship which we all have to God to do that which He wants and to serve Him as all creatures should and not to to place ourselves in a more prominent position by claiming that we are less prominent. In other words, we're more su- su- subject, more servile before Him. That's the Al-Achayim for today and that's the end of our broadcast for today. You have been listening to KMTT the Torah podcast, broadcast by Mishivat HaRitzion in a lunch for Israel. Remember to learn Torah every day and to spread the news to your friends about this unique method of engaging in Tamut Torah on the highest level. And we'll be back tomorrow, tomorrow's share by Harab Moshe Taragin on Essentials in Avodat Hashem. Until then, Koltuv, Bibukat HaTorah Mitzion. מיציון תיצי תורה ודבר השם מירושלים.